0: This is the Bob Account Podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers online casino and sportsbook app today. Uh, Bob's still under the weather. Uh, Something a little different. I'm not sure why I'm doing it, but we're going to do it. The four of us, Doug McLean, Darren Millard, Nick Kipros, and I, worked together for almost a decade at Sportsnet in Toronto and doing games across the country, regionally, nationally. And for some silly reason, Somebody decided to put them back together. McLean, Millard, Kiprios, and Shannon on the McCowan podcast
1: after this. Hi, this is Bob McCowan for betrivers.com. Hey, if you're looking for a sports book or casino app, you should check out the BetRivers Sports and Casino app today. Play all of your favorite casino games for real money anywhere and anytime. Plus, get in the action with each sports game with hundreds of sports betting options. And get ready to feel like a VIP, because you'll earn both loyalty-level points and bonus store points on every real-money wager you make. You must be 19+, plus. available in Ontario only. Please play responsibly. If you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at one 866 531 2600 or speak to an advisor free of charge. Betrivers.com.
0: Welcome back to the McAllen Podcast. Have you have you ever had one of those days where you plan something and then the moment it comes together, you regret it? This this might be one of those days. Uh draft day in the National Hockey League, by the way. Uh Darren Millard, who's in Nashville at the draft. Doug McLean, who's on his palatial estate on Prince Edward Island, and Nick Kiprios is at the home office. Uh, and welcome to Hockey Central at the noon, boys.
2: <laughs> I don't know why uh, I'm running this hey, ship. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to get on this show. <laughs> so Darren, hey, before I wanted we to get talk start, third oh my, because hold, that's the way I always talk. Yeah.
0: Be- before we get uh, started, any, uh, any big scoops this morning? Any news? Any trades?
2: The only thing I'm hearing around the only the only thing I'm hearing is that when you said it's draft day, I thought you were making an announcement about my new book that's coming out, and then you veered off and went to the damn draft, which I don't. Listen, it it, it took one minute. It took one minute. (laughs) Yeah, one minute
0: to promote a book that isn't even at the publishers yet.
3: October third. This is going to be out October uh, uh, third. if this is gonna be an infomercial for his book, let me go grab some uh a coffee and a muffin and I'll be back in 20, 30 minutes.
2: Yeah, you know, in, in
3: fairness, I should have went on and promoted
2: yours a little more, both your books a little more to help you out, eh? You know, I mean I'm I would I would have, but you never phoned me. I guess because I'm a nobody now, you just you didn't think you needed my uh cred, street cred to promote your books.
0: The uh the book competition uh a, a year ago. Today, in 2024, we should probably have a, a a book count to see who wins. I think Nick will win. Uh, and, Doug, I'm sure you will come second, and I will come a very, very low third. But that will be okay.
2: At least I'm ahead uh, of Darren. Don't be so sure on Nick being one, by the way.
3: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Wait till Darren Millard <laughs> writes his. Um, Stanley Cup champion broadcaster. Hold on. Bicycle. On, have you Plus seen the bicycle, shirt yet, bicycle rider?
0: Have you have you seen the shirt yet?
3: Uh, no, I have not. Ooh, Stanley Cup champions! Yeah, that didn't take long. i will
4: send you an email. It's on my email signature too.
3: That's it awesome. looks pretty good. Looks pretty and, good. And, on uh, um, Darren, I didn't get the memo that they wanted us to wear our Stanley Cup rings either on the show.
4: <laughs> uh, Darren, coming?
0: Have you infitted you for your ring yet?
4: Not, 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 not yet. I have to get back from the draft first.
3: Don't now will yours you the- will yours be exactly the same as Mark Stones because when you talk about your contributions to that Stanley Cup ch- championship yours and Mark Stones is probably even. So um, so you,
4: you want to know a fun story?
3: Yes. Is, it, is, it, long, is it long? Long.
4: <laughs> so so, you guys know that I, I I get to skate with the guys sometimes or rehab goalie
3: sometimes. As no, like. we did not know that. No. Mm. It's kind of like, like we don't know about I'm Doug's in the team book picture. either. So,
0: you know,
2: tell us about it, Darren. Okay, here's the
4: story Jonathan Quick had his daughter had a dance recital uh, the day of the team picture with the Stanley Cup before the parade. He couldn't make it. So, I dressed in Jonathan Quick's gear sat in the team picture uh, with the Stanley Cup there, and what they will do is Photoshop his head over top of mine. But I will get a picture, the original copy, and I will make sure that you three all get one personally signed.
2: <laughs> by Jonathan. Hopefully by Jonathan <laughs> but, Quick. But you know what, Darren? That, that is so cool. That is so cool because in the latter years in Columbus, when Mr. McConnell was pissed off, he wouldn't show up at the team picture. So we had to find a guy with Mr. McConnell's body style to sit in the front row of the picture and Photoshop Mr. McConnell's face into the picture the same as you. So it has happened before. Oh, I, and, on, they, no. and the difference there wasn't a Stanley Cup in front of it either to block the body <laughs> uh, style.
3: Yeah, everybody's got one of those stories. Uh, we had we were coming off of a road trip in uh, New York had. A team picture the next day. Kevin Hatcher missed the team flight. The Zamboni driver, not as a backup goalie, sat in for Kevin Hatcher in the picture.
0: <laughs> I, That's uh, great. I, I don't. I don't anyway. have any, I don't have any one of those. But I was involved in that uh, when I was with the Maple Leafs. We uh, we did that famous captains' row picture where we had oh. all thirteen or fourteen of the the captains together, and so. 13 of the 14 guys showed up. <laughs> George Armstrong would not show up. Because uh, George was a bit of a secretive guy. So they did the picture with 13 and then stuck George in later in the picture. So if everybody has one, either, there's a lot of them online, or they've, they've, you know, Brian Aaronworth at Frameworth that has them. They, uh, they do have everyone with George Armstrong in him, but he wasn't in the original picture.
2: So, so just a minute. Correct me on something. I I used to introduce you. I used to be introduced as Stanley Cup finalist.
0: Yeah, too late now.
2: Nick Nick is Stanley Cup champion. Now Millard is Stanley Cup champion. And you used to introduce yourself that you were in thirty Stanley Cup finals.
0: Thirty-two. Let's get it right. (laughs) And
2: I thought, (laughs) what? And and then I. Press them, and he said, "Well, I did the TV for them. I was the producer. I thought, oh shit! I thought you were meant you were in, you know, in management the way you introduced yourself, <laughs> or he and played." That's not
4: a very good record <laughs> when you don't win one in thirty-two.
2: Yeah, well, well my well,
0: record's the same as Doug's in the final. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> By the way, so when when mis- when you said Mr. McConnell, uh, you you know, in the in the latter years of when he was pissed off at the team, wasn't when would you define the latter years started?
2: Um, I would say about the same time they started for J.D. in Columbus, (laughs) right? now it's not John H. that's pissed off. It'd probably be John P. that's pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) As I said to Jeff Brimmer yesterday, I don't remember ever finishing 31st in the league as bad as we were. 31st? Brims? Come on. (laughs) Anyway. There wasn't even 31 when you were there. (laughs) I don't know how many there was, but we weren't anywhere. We were, I was too dumb to finish last. It I is, was way too dumb to finish last.
3: It's never a JD real is, show. JD in- has got that down to a perfection. <laughs> it's never a real McClane. show until Doug McClain gets a jam in a Columbus Blue Jackets. That's <laughs> not true. Do you guys That's remember the first true. show you did together? Oh, God. Are you kidding me? No, you remember? Do you remember
2: yesterday's oh. show you did with Justin Bourne, Nick? <laughs> yes, I I remember it. It was the guy that used to do it before me got sick, and they needed you needed somebody to stand in. Jack Armstrong? <laughs> no, Billy Berg. Billy Berg got sick, and you needed <laughs> you needed somebody to step in, and I come in, and then poor Billy, they never heard. I never heard his name again. You wally pipped him? <laughs> yeah, never heard his name again.
3: <laughs>
0: wow you guys, had I, I billy, you, you, you guys had billy berg on
2: your show he was
0: oh, yeah. he, started, he,
3: he was the he, uh, he, he was in before brof or was bro first i can't remember I, were no. you a, I,
0: were brof. you the host darren
3: i
4: was the host but we did two hours and kipper did one hour and then billy berg and brof did the other hour right and then Jack yeah. and Doug McClain did two hours together with the game show, the game plan and, thing.
2: And, and then you got piped, then you got piped, and Millard came in.
4: <laughs> and then, yeah, then I came back because you guys and killed you that guy. Back.
2: Yeah, we killed Millard. Oh, poor Millard. Oh, uh, uh, Brady. Brady. Brady came in. That's Greg right. Brady. Brady came in. And uh, anyway,
3: and Nick got him piped. And then <laughs> no, he was too good for us. Now he's doing <laughs> politics and City of Toronto. He, he, he was, was too late. professional. By, by the us. way, Nick, now, now, I, I, was, I,
0: I wasn't going to bring up the City of Toronto, Nick. But uh, if I decide to run for office, I do not want you endorsing me. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I got my guy. I got my guy. Thirty thousand votes. <laughs> That's pretty good. And how <laughs> many did Olivia? I, how many I did say- Olivia get? How many
2: did Olivia get? Uh more 250, 260. (laughs) Oh, okay, not
4: bad. I will. I will say this: when when I was hosting that show, Brady and Merrick didn't have a chance because Nick and Doug were the were the two. They didn't need to be my agents. They just they just killed those guys, and I was right back in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But so, but who? Doug, uh, Nick, you got Doug hired at the network. I did. Yes. And and
2: why did you do that? You and
0: Bob um,
3: Uh Hitchcock uh, said he couldn't do it. Um, Tortorella <laughs> said he couldn't do it. Uh, I, I I can't remember the ten or twelve who turned it down before I got to Doug. God, I feel good just being in Hitchcock's the same sentence
2: as Hall of Famer Ken Hitchcock. <laughs> I guess they must have took Mac- out his Colum- They must have taken his Columbus years out for that when they were doing. the nomination. <laughs> <laughs> We had
4: Hitch on. How did you get to Sportsnet?
2: Star? I got this. I, 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 yeah, I drew, I used to drive up from uh, Columbus and stay for two or three days. But what happened was when, when I get fired, I got a call from uh, Nelson saying that Nick and Bob McCowan both wanted me. I can't say Bob McCowan was a part of it because he will lose it if he hears me not give him full credit, mm-hmm. even though. Even even though my my mother who's passed away still hates his guts, still hates Bob McCowan. She used to say to me every day, Is that radio guy still working in Toronto? I said, Yeah, mommy's the number one radio. I I really hate him. I said, You can't hate somebody, mommy's at these
3: you know, you gotta let that go. Well, no. Could could mom have not taught you to at least pronounce his last name correctly? He,
0: he finally learned today. I think today's the first day he said it properly.
3: This is the first day. He's not McGowan. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's not. Yeah, yeah. I used to do that intentionally. Yeah, you guys are well
3: aware of. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you that one. Yeah, really.
2: Yeah, right,
0: right. And now, I, uh, I, I, by the way, I watched uh, Blackberry the movie last night, Doug. Yeah, you're not in it. Oh,
2: no. Yeah, what's going on? But he did. But he did give me a hundred grand for help uh, doing a, a, a study whether. Uh, Hamilton could do a franchise.
1: Oh, so, According okay. to yeah.
2: the what movie, he the... decided that himself. Oh, you know, he did? Oh, yeah. I did a 25-page Isn't that what caused form. the
4: rift between you and you and Bob? That caused the rift? Oh, uh, the big that, was a,
2: that was the reason I didn't tell Bob that I, that yeah. Balzilli had hired me as a consultant for like, it was a, it was a two-week thing he hired me, but he did say that if he got the franchise in Hamilton, I'd be the president, president. GM, a president is what he uh, promised me. So then he gave me a hundred grand to do, it, and it took me like eh, I'd say thirty-five minutes to do it. So <laughs> it was a good deal. And then
3: you, and then you blew the hundred grand on a Porsche.
2: Yeah, and That's then a pretty good and, thing to blow it on. And then every everybody was mad. What are you doing supporting Jim Balsilli I thought, oh, okay, great. You know. So jo- mean, John,
3: how was uh, how, how did Balsilli Bo- come across, and Gary Bettman, I believe. Well, let's let's
0: let's call a spade a shovel here uh th- the meeting in the national hockey league boardroom uh was about 40 seconds of the movie really yeah so and and uh and uh gary came across uh, a little more quiet than i imagine he truly was if if the events of the movie were depicted were true something tells me there was a little bit of artistic license used uh, in that segment where Balsilli came in and started yelling at every member of the Board of Governors.
2: <laughs> so I, I'll never forget going into Jim Balsilli's office in Waterloo, going out to the to the campus, the Blackberry campus and, and walking in his office and meeting with him. And I, you know, he started talking about, you know, getting a franchise. And I said, you know, the, the NHL is really tough you, you, it's really tough business. And and I was going on about tough business and this and that, and, you know, it's really hard to get in the league and you gotta, you know, you gotta talk. And he looked at me, he said, uh, excuse me, don't tell me about tough competitors. Don't tell me about tough competitors. I have got Nokia. I have got, you know, he listed off a couple other phone companies. And then finally he said, and a new one, Apple. I've got tough competition. That's what he said to me, and I thought, "Oh, but they aren't really competition to BlackBerry, are they?" You know. No, he well, was right. The rest is history. But he, you know, he he didn't he wasn't convinced the NHL was that tough. And I thought, "Oh, maybe." I can't uh, believe
4: you didn't open with that uh, that brick breaker was Kipper's favorite game.
2: <laughs> was that on BlackBerry? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Give, I was so her, good at that too. Her
4: own brick brick breaker.
2: Oh my god! Anyway. Brick breaker. Well, you know what? In fairness, Gary's turned out to be right. Uh, Arizona has really become a great <laughs> franchise, and they should never have probably moved it. You know,
0: what, where are they where are they ending up, Nick? What do you think? Arizona. Yeah, they're not staying, are uh, they?
3: Yeah, they're gonna. They're going to stay another year, and I think um, they're going to be under new ownership probably in a year. Well, I just read that they're looking for a a new location for their
2: arena in some other part of Arizona. What what other part would there be if it's not Scottsdale or downtown Phoenix? Is Houston part of Arizona now? (laughs) No, but Salt Lake City might be part of Arizona. Well, Salt
0: Lake City,
4: I'll tell you, you did the Olympics in 2002. You know that the big rink was used for figure skating because they couldn't play hockey in it. Uh, well, they could play hockey in it. They, just,
0: they, would draw, they would draw better crowds for figure well, skating. But, but, but there's
4: obstructed views in it. Yeah. Uh, it's it, So so they can't play in that or they got to change everything. And it's right back to what America West was with yeah. obstructed views when the Coyotes first went to Phoenix. Just, they're, what, they're
2: gonna... Hey, what's, what's wrong with obstructed views? Seriously, I mean, you can't
4: see the ice.
2: No, no. I remember a buddy of mine going to buy tickets at the old Boston Garden. I told you this story. He goes up to the ticket counter to buy two tickets for the Boston Garden. They said all we have is obstructed view, and the the ticket girl, uh, he he said the guy said, "What do you mean obstructed view?" And the the old lady in the wicket slammed the door shut, and then opened the wicket. She said, "That's obstructed view." Did you just call her an old lady? Yeah. Well, (laughs) we ever to the Boston
3: Garden? We ever to the Boston Garden? Oh, John, Gary's gone this far; he's not going to let it go out of Arizona.
0: I think. I think he's. I think he's done. Honestly, you think he's done? I I think that. uh, I I think that he uh, thought that the referendum would pass, and that the, the garbage dump in Tempe would turn into an entertainment area. Uh, and he's given the guys a bit of a timetable, and you know, as he's said in the last couple of interviews, Nick, uh, tick tick tick, you know, the clock yeah. is ticking, and I and I do think that the guy Ryan Smith in in Salt Lake City is got deep enough pockets. He's an NBA owner. I think that they can play to fourteen five in Salt Lake with unobstructed seats because that's a big building in Salt Lake. And then they're, you know, they're talking about Salt Lake being a host city for Olympics. Just build the build the building a little earlier, and and the hockey team will play there. I think I think well, a year from now we're going to be talking about, you know, the, the Salt Lake City
2: Coyotes. And it should have been maybe ten years ago we were talking yeah. about
3: some you other Salt Lake City from a market perspective.
2: seriously.
0: Salt Lake City from a market perspective, Nick, is bigger than four of the cities they're in now in the United States
2: it's a good market and and they've had lots of money for a
0: long time there
2: and they have lots of money in in utah they they had a they had a st louis blues farm team in salt lake city (laughs) in the in the 70s yeah the salt you know salt lake city golden eagles or whatever they were i mean they've been there forever that was good that is the right name yeah
0: yeah i I remember farm team of the blues Uh, they were a farm team for the flames as well for a while i remember i went on a road trip with the salt lake city golden eagles the best player in the team was Stu Grimson.
2: Yeah. <laughs> How did they
0: do? And the Heck head coach, backhand. the head coach was Paul Baxter. And we we, wow. we, we 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 took a prop plane from Tough Salt Lake team. City. Oh, we went we we went from Salt Lake City to Denver and played at the old Denver Arena against the a Ranger Farm Club. Yeah. <laughs> and Pete Mahovlich was the coach of the Colorado Rangers. And Pete Mahavlitch challenged Paul Baxter to a fight in the second Real? period at some point. And oh, really? I, I, it, it never happened. I think the glass got in the way
2: and it solved this problem. I think, I think that's good for Pete that he didn't yeah. have the fight. He mm-hmm. was more of a skilled guy. But Pete, uh, yeah. So that's as usual, I throw out uh, something and Shanny tops me, you know, one ups me. Why was, so why was Shanny all the... on
4: a road trip
3: there? Well, well he was.
2: I, he was he was at it was it was before he went to the Stanley Cup Finals.
3: <laughs> so Salt Lake City, all they got to do is just stroke a check for a billion dollars. Then, yeah. Well, no. Easy. What do you what
2: do you, what do
0: you what do you think that uh, the price of that club will be? You think it'll be a billion dollars?
2: Well, if Ottawa uh, is, and there, Ottawa, uh, Ottawa is what thirtieth uh, in the league in revenue, and they got a billion. I uh, wonder what what it'll happen. Uh, well, Salt Lake won't have that distinction of being 30. Weren't Ottawa 30th in the league, guys in revenue last year? 30th? 70 million less revenue than the Toronto Maple Leafs? And they got a billion dollars? Or nine. they got 900 million, apparently, for that team?
0: Well, you, you know as well as I do, the number can be anything on a piece of paper.
2: Yeah, exactly. 900 million. Oh, my God. Anyway
3: got hey, um got uh word that uh you know whether or not uh the new ownership group was heavily involved that uh Dorian and uh DJ Smith are going back to Ottawa
0: but it, it, I but
4: talked to DJ he's he's got to be happy yeah yeah he's really happy and he's he knows that uh that there's some some pressure he admitted that they got to take a big step this year uh to uh to impress not only the boss but uh to accelerate the program a little bit
0: how do you manage a guy like, Doug, how do you manage a guy like Alex Dabrinkit, who now, I, I don't think he's demanded a trade, but he says he's not going to sign long term. It's, it's a bit of a disease we've seen across the country with what's happened in Winnipeg with Dubois and the trade and what we're seeing in Calgary.
2: Well, the, the challenge is, is, how do you trade him? I mean, it, you know, how do you get value for him is the issue. that You give up a first, second, and a third for him a year ago. And all of a sudden, he won't make a commitment unless they can do a deal where there's a commitment made to go to a team. But mm. I mean, isn't that what's going on? He's he won't he won't give a definitive answer
3: as to who where he'll go. You guys, not, me, that's that, a that's a that big accurate? miss. That's a big miss that you went to that extreme to get to Brinket. Without any reassurance that he would not stay long term for for the Ottawa Senators, so big uh, We we saw we saw the other day Toffoli going to New Jersey. Surely they've got reassurances that he's ready to sign a long term deal. You don't uh, you don't give up a twenty four year old asset, do you? Without having some no. thought that no, uh, he's staying. So they've lost all so you know we're agreeing, they've they've lost their leverage
2: here dramatically. And and you know, what do you do? You you know, you've got to qualify him, I guess. I mean, you know, the problem is they got Jake Sanderson that they got to sign, and that's gonna be a eight, nine, ten million dollar deal, and they've got to get him done. He's he may be their franchise defenseman within another two years. And how do you keep, you can't keep to bring it. If you got, you know, and you got the other Pinto kid not signed and you don't have a number one goaltender and you got a cap that's, you know, where are you going to be? You can't, you've got to get something the best you can for to bring it and get them out of there. But,
0: my opinion. but Nick, aren't all these guys just holding their breath for the cap to go up next year?
3: Yeah, they they are John. Um, but we've seen really the, 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 uh, the thought that they want to control their own destiny. Uh, Hannafin, to me, is going to be a real interesting thing in in Calgary where, again, they're they're trying to get ahead of it. They're trying to pick their destination. Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, so much talk about uh, him going to the Montreal Canadiens. Thanks to him, by the way, telling everybody, I want to go to Montreal. Uh, But at the last second, choosing the LA Kings uh, over probably the fact that LA is ready to win now, compared to where Montreal could be in in two, three, or four years. But hey, the, the Caps a stranglehold on these guys. At least they can kind of control their own destination. DeBrinket's trying to do that now, and Hannafin will do that. These guys, Matthew right. Kachuk right. opened up uh, you know Pandora's box for for all these star players. Uh, that wanna pick where they want to be as early as uh, twenty seven years of age. He had help. <laughs> I mean, Brad for living helped him. Wow. Well, did he have any
2: choice? what do you mean he helped him? He helped I, him and then he got they, he helped him and then he bawled his eyes out after. Because he would, well, I think you know, that was I
0: mean, you don't think that was more about Johnny Goodrow rather than Matthew Kachuk?
2: I, I think, you know, he helped him, well I guess he helped him but he he helped himself, uh, but maybe he wanted Toronto anyway, maybe. You know. what, what uh, What's wrong with Calgary? I love Calgary. Nothing's wrong with it. So why does everybody want out of there? How, how much do you think it has to do with the rink?
3: Oh, at who the who end of the day, the you who know, cares? what are you there? If That's the case. Who day, wants three to... hours a day? I mean, and if that's the it, case, it he wants to stay in Ottawa. If that's if John, the rink supply. John, is, it's not helping, but that can't be the be-all, end-all. Um, a crappy arena. Right. So what
4: well, is it? like? That's a dramatic turn from a franchise two years ago that was thought you know, to be a prime contender.
3: I think it's just, in all honesty, I think it's just uh, uh, propping up uh, the next contract. That's all. The posturing for their next contract, and that's it. You want to show again? It goes back. It goes back to
0: it goes back to waiting for the you know for that four and a half billion dollar injection into this into the salary cap next
3: summer. To Foley, said, "I I waited for them. They never came. I'm out of here." That's basically what what happened. and, And the other thing is, it's exhausting. That
2: every day, all we ever talk about is a salary cap. That that's what the NHL has become now. It's who has cap space, who doesn't have cap space, who can who can make do the biggest fake job on LTI so they can get up over hundred million payroll and win a Stanley Cup. Like like I said last week on your show, all the Leafs have to do is get John Tavares to go on LTI and bring him back with two games left in the season, and then you know use that eleven million somewhere else. But but then somebody said your... to me. Somebody said, "Well, well, you don't want uh, John Tavares coming back at playoff time because he doesn't really play hard in playoffs. You want something? Maybe Jared, you want to do it to somebody else." You know,
3: this is this is a shot at you with what I, you I guys know. did with Mark Stone.
2: Right. They,
4: well, but they no, played no, three it, months of important time without Mark Stone. They played without Mark Stone for a long time. So, like, why would you want your one of your best players not to be playing for three months?
2: They did play without him, but they replaced his money with other guys. Did they not? But
4: not Mark Stone.
2: They replaced <laughs> Mark Stone's money, and then they yes. got Mark. They got in the playoffs, and then Mark Stone comes back, and their payrolls of what, one hundred and four million, mm-hmm. hundred million.
4: I, I I can't keep track of money. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah.
0: Hold on, yeah. just a minute, before we go to break, I just want to make. Like this I mean, clear. I'm
2: talking. I'm not talking about Vegas as much as. Tampa Bay. I mean, yeah, Kutrop, yeah. what did he play? One regular season game?
4: I don't think he played yeah. any that year.
2: Yeah. So that's that's the point <laughs> I'm making. All of a sudden, you're at $104 million And then everybody else is scrambling at 80 And then Leonard's money was off the books, too. So that was how much? That was like close to $14 million off the books. So they replaced that. That's what I'm talking about. And that's all we ever talk about. Today, the New York Rangers, how do they fit in their cap? Work around their cap problems in New York. It's the same everywhere now, it, it I like it's getting sickening to listen to.
0: But but well, for the guy who says we're talking so much about the cap, all you're doing is talking about the cap, Doug.
2: I know, I know. All right, listen, we're gonna. I, t- I won't be invited back on. On a oh, no, no, no. cap, we're, we're,
0: we're gonna we're gonna need you. We're gonna need <laughs> you. Like
2: you. my title? is Titleist, the Titleist Pro V. Oh, well, oh, I like mixed. Uh, Little cap.
0: Buddha, Little Buddha's good. Yeah, I don't know what I. I don't have a hat to wear, so I feel bad now. I don't. I don't have a Stanley Cup championship <laughs> golf shirt. I don't have a Titleist hat. A little Buddha. We'll, well look
2: after you, Shanny. Don't right. worry. Right. We'll look I, after okay. you. I feel What better. happened? I got. I got invited to Howard Dolgan's member guest at the Old Course at Broken Sound in, in Boca Raton, and I go there's in only, there. But and, Doug,
0: there's only one Old Course, okay? There's only I know. one
2: Old Course. Howard's course fakes it. I saw that um I kept I kept that on my golf bag so people will think it's St. Andrews. <laughs> but anyway, I go in there and they you can have a free golf bag, shoes, or you can have tightless hats, three gloves, and two cases of balls. And I think I don't need a bag. I don't really need shoes. I'll take the three hats, the three new gloves, and the three cases of tightless pro vs. There you Pretty go. Good day.
0: Well, Pretty and you day. and you had to go back after the first nine to get three more and, boxes of pro no. vs So,
2: and it's the first <laughs> time I ever—it's the first time I ever played in a tournament, and I was really uptight because I, I fluffed the ball, as Darren knows. You know, I fluffed the ball, which That's I guess cheating. Is I know. So cheating. I said, I, my buddy, I said, if we we're playing in, in Delray Dunes and in, in Delray, and I said, make sure I don't fluff the ball because I got to get ready for this tournament. So next thing I do, I. We on the fir- first fairway and I fluff it. I said you can't do that. So then I didn't the rest of the way and I hit the ball fine. Then I go to Broken Sound with Howard Dolgan and his group. Holy Christ, they're all fluffing the ball. They're cheap <laughs> worse than I was. So <laughs> worked out fine. It's a good guy. Right. Go Howard's, a very, serious, Howard's a very let's, serious let's, golfer. Let us
0: let us let us get a chance. We'll take a minute to fluff our own balls. <laughs> and we'll uh we'll be back after this on the Macallan I'm podcast.
3: I'm, 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 I'm not fluffing I'm, mine i'm not fluffing mine Shanny. i'm so happy you <laughs> said that shanny and i didn't
4: <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna do it too
0: back after this <laughs> all right mccallum podcast bob's away for some reason i have decided to herd cats for 45 hey. minutes yeah, what? You tried to get
4: to break for 40, 40 of that 45 minutes. I
0: know, I know. I, and, you know, when when you used to run the show, I used to think you were really organized and you could demand these guys, but they wouldn't listen to you either when you ran the show. They wouldn't and listen you, to me at and all. Then you, and then you'd get snarky. No. Remember this, Nick? Darren would get yeah. snarky and not yeah. speak for 17 minutes.
3: Well, 17 I mean, days. it, was, it went made 17 it days at one time. I always made it easy for Darren when we came out of commercial break. When I said, "Fellas, this is what we're doing," <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's true. I, oh. I couldn't open the show. They talked before me and they talked after me to start a segment. I, the the
2: who were the who was the play by play guy that I went to work for. Uh, with ESPN the famous uh, play-by-play Gary
3: Thorne
2: Thorne and Bill Clement so I end up going to do color between the two of them little did I know that they didn't speak off the air (laughs) and I'm thinking what the hell is going on here then I end up going to with Millard and Kiprios and they didn't speak for close to a year off the air so I mean, it's nice to see everybody's back and in good mood and happy as hell here. Well, this is that's, that's why this that's why this is kind of a special day. You know? Lard had to speak to me because he had a cottage near me, so he had to speak to me. You know, uh,
0: have you mowed? <laughs> but I just want to know if you mowed Darren's lawn at the cottage yet, Doug? Have you been over I, there to you, mow the lawn?
2: You have. You'd have to bring a hay machine in there to cut that <laughs>
3: lawn right now. Hey, is um, it, any it's any signs? Any uh, any, getting, any welcome to Summerside, home of the Stanley Cup champion, Darren Millard. Oh, that coming? Well, it, well, <laughs> yeah. Grant
2: so- Grant so- Son- Sonye had a cup parade uh, of Tampa Bay as a, a scout winning the uh, winning the award. And my brother got on a flight with Grant the other day to go to Toronto. And John came back and said he he walked by Grant in business class and he had two seats, one for himself and one for his ring. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now darren do you
0: think you get, a day with, you, get a, you get a day with the cup darren do you think you get a day
4: no i wouldn't expect that we had it last night though on lower broadway in nashville zach white cloud brought it out uh, at dirk's bentley's bar for uh, some of the staff uh, that are here and that thing care you you would know this you bring it out and We've got this private area and it's just us. The cup shows up and it turns into pandemonium. Like it, yeah. all of a sudden there's 30,000 people trying to get into this, uh, this, this little area. It is the most attractive uh, sought after trophy in professional sport. It's so cool. And I may have held it up over my head again and drank out of yes. it again.
3: Yeah. Well, you're a Stanley cup champion. You are allowed yep. you, the dentist, <laughs> um who else but I'm sh- there's, I'm there's shocked good core of you I'm, guys I was shocked after that I
2: remember when Detroit won it and Scotty Bowman went Gee. in and put his skates on 2002, and out,
0: 2002. Took, put
2: his skates on and and put the cup over his head I was shocked I didn't see Millard come out with his new goalie
3: skates and put it over his head <laughs> on the ice <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked by that how, many, how um <laughs> How was the NHL awards dinner? Was that uh, Dirk's son hosting? Yes.
4: yes, yeah, yeah.
3: Was it? Is it true that he was a late uh, minute addition because Dirk couldn't find a babysitter? <laughs> you didn't like the oh, awards, was, Nick. Listen, I appreciate the effort, but when I when I don't see baseball doing it or the NBA, I'm not sure. Uh, why that has to be such a big production? For I'm not sure what where the upside is, John.
0: Well, I mean, I I didn't I don't mind the music, but uh, I as I have show. I, as I as I have told Millard a million times, doing comedy is really hard, and if and really hard. So why? Even, and these, you know, we're we're not professional comedians. <laughs> Why try it? Why try it? Listen,
3: the only way comedy works is if you've got a guy up there ripping on people, absolutely tearing them to shreds. That's the only comedy that we're interested in.
2: Well,
0: Don Rickles is dead.
3: No, but the other
2: (laughs) what? What's wrong with the other guy that used to do the uh, Golden Globes? What's his name? Ricky? Ricky? (laughs) uh, Can you imagine Ricky Gervais? Gervais. Ricky Gervais doing the NHL awards? Like that, uh, Ricky Gervais comment to uh, you know, Titanic there, saying he, you know, his girlfriend uh, by the end of the show, his girlfriend's gonna be too old for him. Uh, oh, yeah, Leonardo, Le- DiCaprio. <laughs> DiCaprio. <laughs> Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> Leo, you know what, Leo DiCaprio. Here, here's the thing. You be, you gotta money. You've got to rip people. And when you can't rip them because the league won't allow you to rip them, it's a disaster. So you asked me, what do I like better, the NHL All-Star game or the awards? <laughs> Both for the same amount of time, a minute and a half. I can't comment on them. I can't comment on them. Well, this is not
0: a league-controlled podcast, you know that.
2: No, I know, but I know you and Gary are tight, and you and Bill yeah. Daly are tight. Hardly, you know. I don't. I don't want them upset with me. Hey, Doug. Yeah. Too late. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: if we had all the times, if we had all the times up in the green room, wherever the green room was, and somebody said, "Well, Gary's mad at Bill," or Gary's mad at uh, Doug again, or yeah. Bill's on the phone for you, Doug. What did you yeah. say
2: now? funny bill daily never phoned me once ever nor did gary ever phone me once in my eight or nine years at sportsnet never once because i was a pro league guy i, I was very pro league you know um but anyway it doesn't until, really until matter. you stop getting paid yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey mac but anyway during, it doesn't matter
4: during the stanley cup final that was the, obviously the first time that they'd been back since you why weren't you involved in that? I was. I was waiting for you to show up at that. I'm not. I'm serious. I I w- wanted to see you doing something
2: there. Um, because uh, I remember I I did an interview with a a guy at the Miami Herald, and he asked me if I liked the the uh, signings that the uh, Florida Panthers did, and that's the summer they signed uh, Yandel and a couple other guys, and I said no, I don't particularly like. The signings. I don't. I don't really like what they did, and that uh, uh, guy, uh, the men- the minority owner Doug sifu started sending out nasty tweets, and I sent out a couple nasty ones, and then it became a big issue. And then I went to the reunion, and uh, he walked. Over. I was at the buffet table, and he walked over to me, and he said, "How are you enjoying my food?" And I said. Well, I think you're only five percent owner, so you don't really own much of this food. I'm
0: enjoying five percent sort
3: of, of these peas, yeah, so that's okay well that so that was the that settles why it.
0: I didn't yeah, see it but that was, that yeah. was a long time ago though that, that was it a long like
2: time it. ago exactly
3: and, should, and, should, and, should. And, and since then, you've really matured. <laughs> I mean, you know what I feel terrible about
2: so oh, when not this is like the 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 Gretzky Howe chase to overcome Gordy Howe scoring race. Like it's, it's, it's seven. What is it? 23 years since we went to the Stanley cup final. Well, 26, 26, but who's counting? Okay. 26 years and going into the playoffs, I was still had the most career wins of a playoff coach. Did I think when we went to the finals that I, that record would last for 27 years? Well, you were hopeful. And guess what? <laughs> I'm Paul Maurice tied the record this year. So it goes to 28 years now. <laughs> How bad is in, in that? In all seriousness, in
4: How all seriousness, I I think you should have been involved in that because of the the history of it and getting back for the first time in a while.
2: No, nah, I'm not I, so sure. I, I, yeah, who cares? <laughs> who cares? It doesn't matter. I I was happy for them. I was happy for the fans. Then I go to Delray Beach to watch the game, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Jill and I go for game seven against Boston. I said, let's go up to Hampton Social. They got 10 TVs in the bar. I'm watching the game seven, Panthers score. Nobody in in the room said one sound. Not a sound, not a cheer. I'm saying to Jill, are we the only two people watching this damn game in here? Then I go back for the finals. Jammed, final, hot, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a fun night. You know, the play, big game, big game. Panthers score, not a sound. <laughs> Person looking at the TV. It's it's just everybody talking to eat. It's like a it's like a happening bar. I'm, I was blown away by it. I was freaking blown away by it. But, but, but let's face it, at that time
0: of year, how many locals? Are in town isn't it, isn't it all the all the snowbirds
2: still? No, this is May. No, it was it was late April. I mean it was it, if the snowbirds were there, they'd be watching the game. Yeah, but they wouldn't they wouldn't be
0: cheering for the Panthers though.
3: John, I let know. me ask you as a as a TV guy, two non-traditional markets and you know, is that a good thing for the NHL who's trying to grow? Um, where were the ratings? Were they one of the worst? Like where, where where are you with that? I,
0: I think that I, I think the ratings were what they expected them to be. in in Canada, I think they uh, the inertia of here's there's a good word for you, Doug. the inertia of two conference final series that didn't rate very well. I think that actually the the Stanley Cup final in the end probably did better than a lot of people imagined it would, but they got bolstered by a by a really good number on the final night, which always happens. If you look at no. the history of the Stanley Cup Final, if everybody thinks the Cup's being given away and everybody thought the Cup was being given away that night, everybody watches. So that, you know, that, that night was over 2 million people. The problem and, was and, that none of the games prior to that in the Stanley Cup Final were close to 2 million.
2: And Florida, just uh, beside TV ratings, Florida fans, it shocks me when I go to a Panther game, the number of people there with the old jerseys on, that are still fans. Yeah. There's a ton of them that are still loyal fans. And they've desperately needed a run to reinvigorate the franchise. And I think, I mean, the fans were, just because it, at the bar I was at, it wasn't happening, but closer to the arena and things, things were happening there. Things were hopping in Fort Lauderdale and in the area. So I think the Panthers will dream- Benefit tremendously from this run, from a fan perspective. I certainly hope that's the case. I've said it all along. They need another run, and it was exciting. It really was exciting, and they played yeah. and damn they,
3: hard. And they, they got a new hard. hero in Matthew Kachuk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big time.
0: Big time. Darren, we haven't really talked about <laughs> one of the great events of uh, of the hockey season, which was the uh, Golden Knights Parade and, and the, the, the great oration of William Carlson um do you endear himself for the rest of his career to to golden knights fans?
4: yeah it, it, it's funny management ownership I, i'm sure you don't want your players going up and and doing that but in retrospect it's it, it's become a, a a a memorable moment of the entire run and uh and people are are having more fun with it now as as they were that that night it was it was great. Every, every rally seems to have one of those, right? And, and that yeah. was William Carlson, and he ended up being a misfit. And I loved it as one about an opening night. I didn't have any points, but we were lost. like <laughs> I, I, falling down. You know, hope he's okay, but I, I loved it. With, of the four of us, who would do that? Doug.
2: Mac, Yeah. But you know what? You know what? It was the best ability. And he blamed blame Brooklyn? it on his uh, vertigo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Remember that? Oh, oh my God. But as, anyway, but did but you fall see, down and cut your head just before that? Let's think about this. The The fact that Marcia, soul Carlson, Riley Smith, that group of guys that were there from day one, that was the coolest thing of all. And and Cassidy sure. putting them out to start the game. I, I thought yeah. that was the coolest story of the entire Stanley Cup Finals, right. to be quite you're not, honest. You're not wrong. Okay,
0: this is some serious hockey talk because we have a a, a a co-host of a radio show in Toronto. We haven't mentioned the Maple Leafs for 50 minutes yet. Nick, uh, co-host of the Real Kipper and Bourne show on Sportsnet Radio. Um, you surprised that Sheldon keeps back?
3: Uh, yeah, somewhat. Um, I really thought that uh, with Kyle Dubas gone uh I I really believed that when I first heard that Kyle was was on, on his way out the door that Sheldon would follow but uh um, I I think that uh maybe maybe in some way John in a backhanded way uh they want to maybe uh hold on to him for maybe uh for many reasons, um, including that the players gave him a vote of confidence on the, on the exit strategy, but maybe it's just to give him another chance to show that uh, he's not a joint at the hip with Kyle Dubas, and that, um, that there's value in those 115, 110 points during the regular season the last few years, and uh, there, there's a chance for him to to still grow during the Stanley Cup playoffs.
1: Do you think there is value there?
3: give me a break seriously yeah. what, what is this bs yeah. i mean there's there's times no this is their their thinking their perspective oh i right? want to hear your thinking i don't care about their thinking i want to hear yeah, your yeah i think i think he still has to prove himself as a as a uh, as a playoff coach for sure uh lack of adjustments uh, a power play that uh, can make uh, necessary adjustments. Everybody talks it's a top power play. It's just never top power play when you need it most. Um, and then there's times when I think he still lacks maturity behind the bench, a few temper tantrums, that, uh, you know, he's hard on the officials. I think there's still a lot of way, lot, a lot of growth to go. And
0: what what did they say about Paul Maurice with, then?
3: Maybe, maybe it had a lot to do with – they didn't see a replacement for him right away. There yeah. just, wasn't uh, yeah. uh, Paul Maurice Montgomery, uh, Bruce Cassidy. There, there wasn't a class of available coaches like we saw a year ago. So could had, here, they could have
0: had Peter Laviolette.
2: Here's, here's what confuses me in this whole thing is you get a new general manager and, you know, a guy with, I don't know, 10 years experience. Is that what he's been? How long was he the GM in Calgary? Who, oh, Brad? Oh, I yeah. think uh, oh, probably eight. Yeah. How many playoff runs did he have? Uh, not very many, but he didn't play did the he, game. Did he make the play? Well, no, but he's a GM. He made the playoffs one or two times, did he? Oh, yeah. yeah. More than one. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. And and you come into Toronto, and the way it's trending today is they're going to start the season with almost the same group. They're not. They're going to try to get Nylander signed. They're going to get Matthew signed. They got Marner. Got Riley. What what is what is the new GM gonna do to change this scenario of lack of compete at playoff time and lack of style of team to play at playoff time?
3: Yeah, I what don't believe gonna they're do? gonna. I, I don't. I, I think they're gonna. How, have how a, can he change? They're gonna have a different look by by March. What? If, I, if, I don't think if, they're running it back. You but if you you think to... Nylander,
0: you think Nylander's going to get that that big check that he thinks he deserves?
3: Yeah, but not, I don't think it's coming from Toronto, John. Right, right. What, what do you yeah. mean it's not coming from Toronto? Where's it coming from? Uh, I I think they have to trade him.
2: Oh yeah. So before the contract, they have to trade him. Well, that's. The I just listened to that Tree that... Living. Tree, Tree Living said yesterday he's very comfortable. He's going to get him signed. Okay.
3: Good. The... And then he, he said, "There's no. I bring uh, this back to Vegas for core four players. Hey, it's yeah, a, it's a tough business. There's no assurances, so he's yeah. going to have to change something, Matt. But That's my point.
2: Something's got to change. Something's got to give to run the same group back again. That's my problem. Starting with the coach and going from there.
4: Anyway, just my own opinion. How do you get? How do you get more like Vegas, which?" Obviously, ran through the Stanley Cup playoffs and with uh, with only trailing once the entire time. Like how how are they getting closer in a copycat league to getting to that level?
2: They need that's, a defense. A they way, need right? they need for one reason one thing. Sure. They need they need a defenseman or uh, that that's capable of trying you know putting this the fear of God into Edmonton when he two handed dry You need somebody yeah. like that to start with, yeah. and and what. Petroangelo did for this team, and give Kelly McCrimmon yeah. full marks. He, he he made a huge deal to bring that guy in, and and you know what? Whether you agree with me or not, I thought Edmonton were the better team in that series. A lot of that series, a lot of that series. Maybe not. Maybe I didn't watch it as close as you, Darren. But Edmonton could have come out of that series just as easily as, as yeah. It was a back and forth as, yeah. as Vegas, except for. Well, the great the
0: the, the great thing about this show today, the great thing about this show today is I get the final word and I, you know, the fascination for me of what's going on in Toronto, I I think it I know, I think it's uh, (laughs) I think it's not about ability. It's more about character. And I don't know where the character is going to come from. I really don't know where the character for the hockey club is coming, because that's the measure of what we saw, I think, with the Golden Knights this year was character. And And, I think that's what you're talking about, Doug. And the Panthers. Yeah, exactly. And the Panthers. Okay, so you, you know, guys, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to throw it to commercial, and thank Millard, thank McLean, thank Kiprios, draft day of Shana, the National Hockey League.
2: Yeah, Shana, you're, I, the best, you're, you're the I best. the best host I've ever been on with.
0: <laughs> well, considering the other two guys were <laughs> you worked with longer, just once is enough. Back after this, folks, on the Bob McCowan podcast. Stop, Nick. You can't talk anymore. It's not your show. Back after this. You can't. Stop. Thanks to Doug, Darren, and Nick. And if you were a fan of the old Hockey Central at Noon show, hopefully it gave you a little bit of a, a, a remembrance of what the chaos was like every weekday at noon across the country. It's draft day, Connor Bedard day. In the end, Connor McDavid on Monday, Connor Bedard on Wednesday. Enjoy the draft tonight, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. By the way, baseball tomorrow. Finally, we are going to talk some baseball on the Bob Account podcast. We'll see you then. <laughs>